0: Welcome to Disorders of the Century. My name is Ben. Um, I was in the Navy for six years, and me and my friend Cap here, decided to start a podcast. Cap,
1: how's it going, man? I'm doing all right, man. How about you? Oh, you know, living living the civilian dream, which honestly is kind of a
0: nightmare, but we'll get into that later.
1: I mean, I'm sure it's better than the Navy nightmare. Coming out to Poland (laughs) was probably the worst decision of my career. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, we'll get into that because I do want to ask you some questions about that. But, uh, yeah, so let's start with, you know, your background. You know, where where, where are you from? Where would you grow up? Uh, what made you want to join the Navy? All that. And then we'll get into me.
1: All right. Uh, so not too much to it. I'm from the very bottom of Alabama, uh, a little town called Webb. I usually have to tell people that I'm from Dothan because nobody knows where Webb is. My to next be door fair, neighbor, I don't even know where I don't even know where Dothan is, so... Fair enough. 30 minutes from Georgia, 30 minutes from Florida. Fair enough. Uh, The neighbor to the right side of my house was a cow field, and to the left were like three trailers. Basically joined the Navy, because the only things to do in Dothan as an 18 to 30-year-old is illegal shit. (laughs) You know? I know. Uh, Got sick of working at Chick-fil-A and decided... I saw uh, I was high as shit and saw a Navy recruiting ad. He was like, yeah, I'll go do that. High, so here we're high while
0: working at Chick-fil-A, the Lord's Chicken?
1: Yeah, man, that's how you get the Lord's Chicken with the devil's lettuce.
0: <laughs> is, is, is that why <laughs> Is that why all the people that work at Chick-fil-A are so nice? Because they're all just baked out of their mind?
1: Yeah, everybody just gets baked out of I had a buddy who was like judging me for smoking pot. And he's like, hey, you want to go for a ride after work? And I was like, yeah, buddy, sure. And I thought he was going to preach to me or something. Man pulls a glass pipe out of his seat. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to say anything at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: the Lord's watching, Cap. The Lord is watching.
1: Look, the Lord made weed.
0: Fair enough. That is true. So you're working at Chick-fil-A. You're tired of that. You're
1: high. What, uh,
0: what Navy ad did you see?
1: I don't even remember, to be honest. I uh, I think that was around my birthday when I decided that we should all smoke our own Extendo of Sour Diesel. <laughs> I just remember seeing Navy and water and being like, I need to do something. I had no clue what any of it was. I remember thinking, like, I'm going to go into the recruiting office, and they're going to be super, like, well, good afternoon. What can we do for you? Oh, you want to join the Navy? And let's get all this formalized process going. Instead, it's like, hey, bro, you like fat butts? I'm like, what? (laughs) They're like, yeah, women are all around the world. He's like, buy camera, get laid. Like, all right, I'm sorry. That is a
0: hell of a recruiting practice, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, right? Well, that's what you got to do in small town Alabama, you know? Everybody's like, Alabama's cousin fuckers, and they're like, we we can get you out of that in the Navy.
0: (laughs) Well, that's true. Well, kind of.
1: Uh, The The tragedy is that I actually have cousins who are married to each
0: other oh no like first cousins
1: i don't know the relation (laughs) degree the fact that it's even cousins at all was a bit too much
0: yeah that's that's fair um so what what year did you decide you were going to join the navy? like when did you depth in
1: that was 2013 i think i depped in in like august and left by october oh so So you were a a quick turnaround yeah, I told him uh, I had a year after high school where I just did stupid stuff. I was living some, with some buddies who I went to high school with. Crappy little trailer. And uh, I was like, yeah, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, I was like, I know, give me I, any I job. That's... They yeah. said, you want to go nuke? I was like, do I have to do any more testing? And they were like, yeah, you'd have to come back and do another test. I was like, then I don't want to go nuke because the last thing I want is to make this process longer. What makes me leave this year?
0: Oh man, yeah, I have a similar story to that, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So, so you dep in in August, you leave for boot camp, and you said October.
1: Yeah, so, it was October thirteenth.
0: Yeah, so you flew in to O'Hare because Navy all does boot camp at Great Lakes nowadays because
1: so. We actually went to Charlotte first because I remember one of my one of the guys I flew in with. We left the Charlotte Airport to go by Black and Milds, and we smoked them outside the Charlotte Airport and showed <laughs> and up in Chicago. Nicotine. Yeah, we showed up in Chicago smelling like nicotine, and we are trying to like air out our clothes before we walked <laughs> over, because we saw the RDCs and everybody waiting, and we were like, oh, we are those pieces of shit who are going to show oh, up? That's,
0: that's, great. that's great. So, yeah, so get there, go through the infamous P days that we all yeah. know and love. Go through boot camp. Do you have any, like, specific memories about boot camp that, like, just stay with you?
1: No. I mean, it's weird. I tried being unnoticed in boot camp. The old gray man? Yeah. The only things that really happened were they were like, he's from Alabama. He should definitely be our weapons petty officer. So I had to teach (laughs) grown men how to clear a pistol. I had to do that, too. The only thing that really stood out other than that was... I remember dudes getting almost into a fist fight over the Sailor's Creed because somebody was trying to shine his boots and he's over there like getting into it. He was good at shining boots too. yeah. And somebody else out of nowhere is just like, attention to the Sailor's Creed. And the guy's like, I'm I'm busy over here. (laughs) And it actually gets to the point of like, whoa we're in the navy now and if somebody says attention to the creed you have to go to attention and they're like getting up on each other and it's like you have this one guy who's joe navy as far as trying to polish his boots and another guy who's joe navy because he loves the creed and that's making a fight and it's like yeah i'm gonna do it right here (laughs)
0: dude boot camp was a wild time um were you were you just in a regular division were you integrated with females or were you just all male
1: yeah yeah, we had female integration. Uh, yeah. it, it didn't really cause any problems for us, though. I think everybody was too tired. And we had like a real, like a ghetto female RDC yeah. who would just degrade the men all the time. So any hope <laughs> they had of impressing the women, like she'd walk in there and be like, every single one of you is wearing whitey tidies with your names on it right now. Ain't none of you cool.
0: <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's, that is 100% a fact. Like, I remember stenciling. Everything mm-hmm. with the with the stamp, like mm-hmm. again to make the stamp, and you're, they're like, you got to do it exactly in this spot. And if you, you fucked it up, like I think one of my buddies in boot camp fucked it up, and he put the stamp on the outside of his tidy whities and like he was changing one day, and our our, our head RDC came in, old uh, Chief Phillips, <laughs> and he was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> this dude's he's he was a six nine uh, black guy from, like, deep south Louisiana.
1: Hmm. So,
0: like, he had that inflection, you know, like, he, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> fuck it. He was a great dude, but he was funny as shit. Uh, but yeah, stenciling was, like, looking back on that kind of stuff, just makes me think, like, why the fuck? Like, I understand, like, the bed making, like, mm-hmm. waking up, hygiene, all that stuff, but, like, stenciling, like, okay, first off, who in the right mind is going to steal someone else's tidy whities. Secondly, you could identify people's tidy whities due to the brown streaking.
1: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I had a rat mate who was just nasty as hell. Everything he had, because you know we had white sheets, white towels, white underwear, everything he owned had brown stains on it. Oh. It's like, buddy, we are never going to mix up our belongings. But you wouldn't <laughs> believe it. I think I told you about it back on the ship days. Somebody did steal my stinky-ass left boot one day when I was asleep. I woke up and only had one boot. Oh, on the ship. Yeah, so somebody's walking oh. around with my boot, which it wasn't even like the ones you can buy normally. I ordered them on the internet. So yeah. they've got their right boot that definitely doesn't match my left boot. <laughs> and there was a while there. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I had some stinky-ass feet on the ship. I
0: you think know? we all did at one point. Like, there's, yeah. there's a certain time frame where it just, like, happens but we'll we'll get into that kind of stuff soon because yeah. we got a whole segment for that
1: oh yeah we we got plenty on that
0: oh god so yeah so you leave boot camp um you go to and you're a tomahawk tech so you went to a school for mm-hmm. fca school in great lakes mm-hmm. um which that was a i did the same thing that was a shit show great lakes was a experience to say the least yeah um Do you have any run-ins with, as I like to call it, run-ins with the law? Did you get in any trouble in
1: Great Lakes? So I almost got kicked out of the Navy like 10 weeks into the Navy. (laughs) Yep, me too. So so it wasn't anything I – well, it was something I did, but I wasn't the problem. So you know there was that bar right off base that didn't check IDs. I do not remember the name of it, and for legal issues, it's probably better that I don't remember the name of it so I don't out (laughs) them. Yeah. But we went there. And, of course, we got drunk. We're, like, flirting with the bartenders and stuff. I oh, very yeah. vividly I very vividly remember puking and then having a bartender make out with me. And I'm like, this is gross, but I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I go whole night without, like, incident as far as the Navy is concerned. You know, some gross stuff happened, but that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. About two weeks later, I'm in the chief's mess getting told I'm a piece of shit. And they're like, did you underage drink? And I'm like, well... I still had my Southern twang, you know, my Southern, Southern values. I'm like, I can't lie to these people, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, yes, i drink.
0: Was this during DRB? Yeah. So did they, did they bring like all of the chiefs from every barracks in there?
1: So it was weird. They only brought like two or three and they didn't even sit how they normally sit. They were still like at their desks in the office. I was just kind of like in a corner and they're still at their desks. But I think it's wow. because I'm not the one who created a problem. Somebody else who was there that same night had came back, got in a fistfight with a roommate. And when he sobered up and got in trouble, he's like, well, he was there, and so was so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so. Mm-hmm. So since he snitched on everybody, they had to do something about it.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, about two, three weeks into my restriction, they were like, how long have you been on restriction?" And I was like, I think like three weeks. And they're like, okay. They're like, well, you know people are getting kicked out for underage drinking. Like, we don't mess around at this point. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I did something stupid. It is what it is. And he's like, what do you think is – do you think it's fair what's happening to everybody else? I was like, I don't have a clue what's happening to everybody else. (laughs) I was like, I don't – I didn't tell you anybody who else was there. I was underage drinking. I wasn't checking IDs. (laughs) You know? Yeah, it's
0: not my – well, and it's not your job to check everyone else's ID, which I got to say about that too.
1: And he's like, oh, okay, well, come with me to my office. And he goes into the office and he pulls out the paperwork. And he's like, you have been on restriction for three weeks. And puts it in the shredder. And he's like, don't do anything else, stupid.
0: Was that a, <laughs> was that because, a chief?
1: Yeah. And it's because... I know he was testing me. He yeah. was testing me because he's like, oh, is it fair what's happening? And he wanted me to be like oh, it's stupid because so-and-so is not in as much trouble and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Instead, I'm like, I don't know, buddy. I messed up. I'll own up to it. Yeah. And then uh, some chief, two, three days later, is like, we need people who we know will drag us out of fires on the ship, and I think you're that type of guy. And it's like, <laughs> buddy. I'm, I'm still a piece of shit. I just own up to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, exactly.
0: No, and that's honestly, like, a big thing for DRV is – They want the truth, but they also want to test your resolve, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're the type of guy that's going to throw everyone else under the bus because you don't want to be in trouble, they don't Mm -hmm. want that. They they want what happened. They want the truth. Like, yeah, obviously, if other people are involved, but Mm -hmm. they want to know what happened, and they want to know if you're going to be the guy that just tries to shirk all responsibility from Mm -hmm. your actions.
1: Like like – they want the truth, but they want you Have you? – I've told you the story before about admitting to bring in the rope home but not mentioning the cow tied to the end of it. Yeah. yeah somebody's like, oh, my cow went missing. Like, damn, I took a rope home the other day. just so <laughs> happened <laughs> that it was tied to a cow. I didn't steal the cow, though. I just stole the rope. Yep, just took the rope. And that's all they want you to admit to. Admit you stole yep. the rope and stop. The yep. moment you're like – yeah, me and Ben got into a fight. They're like, oh, so Ben fought too? And you're yeah, like, exactly. Um,
0: that's uh-oh. when you know you're got.
1: That's when you're like, I got into a fight with a <laughs> shipmate. Stop. Yep. And if they say a name, then you're like, could be, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of how it goes. I had, I had a couple run-ins with uh, DRB and uh, didn't go to Mast ever. In boot camp or not boot camp in um, Great Lakes during my mm-hmm. A school, but I went to DRB three times. So the first time, the first time I went to DRB, um, basically what happened was it was phase two. I was on night school, right? Because mm-hmm. they did the shifts between ETs and FCs on night school and day school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was on night school, and I went out to. Watch a football game with one of my buddies out in town at Buffalo Wild Wings, and mm-hmm. I didn't join until I was 21, so I was a little bit older and I could drink legally. And once you're phase two, you yeah. can drink. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went out to the Buffalo Wild Wings, and this guy comes up to me, and he was a guy that was in our barracks. He was a, he, I think he was a GM, and they were mm-hmm. on night school too. He's like, "Hey, man, like I really have, I have a huge favor to ask. Like I just bought my girlfriend, because you know." A-school relationships, I just bought my girlfriend yeah. an engagement ring, and we came here to eat, and my card got declined, and it was him and his buddy. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And he's like, could you please, like, they won't let me leave without paying. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, he needs help. And it's, I was like, alright, tell him to bring me the ticket, I'll look at I'll look at it. And it was mm. like, it was like 45 bucks, you know? Nothing mm. insane, so I was like, yeah, that's fine, I got you, dude. Like, I'll cover it, just get back to barracks, you guys, you know, you guys need to get back. So... Mm. They do that, so we keep drinking and keep eating, and then we go um, back to base, and we get we get back to the barracks, and the MAs are there, and I'm like, "Ooh, someone's in trouble." I go back to sign in, and the chief of the barracks is like, "Marshal, come here." I'm like, I mean, fuck, "Here we go. I'm like, what's going on?" And they're like, they bring me into the back office, and there's three MAs standing there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Why? Am, wait a minute. What the?" Fuck? I haven't even been here and so they they pull me in and it's one of those things where it's like with like for me with my low-key anxiety it's one of those things where it's like oh fuck did did I fuck something up like Mm -hmm. did I did I do something like what I'm you know all these scenarios in my head plus I'm a little bit tipsy so I'm like oh fuck I'm fucked (laughs) so they start talking to me they're like okay do you know this kid you know I'm not gonna name him because he's kind of a piece of shit I think he got kicked out like a year later yeah.
1: Um. So, I said black rifle, by the way.
0: Goddamn right, baby.
1: Not a sponsor. No free ads.
0: <laughs> sponsor us, please. I know it's only episode one, but holy shit, I've been drinking your shit since
1: fucking twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Anyway, I mean, I don't, I don't drink shit, but I would drink their shit. <laughs> uh, you eat pieces <laughs> of shit for
0: breakfast? <laughs> so. So the inmates are talking to me. And they're like, "Hey, you know this kid?" And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm not friends with him, but like, he lives in the barracks with us. Like, he's, you know, mm-hmm. he's in the same school as me, whatever." And they're like, "All right, well, uh, did you buy him drinks?" And I was like, "No," and they're like, "Well, you know, he came back drunk and he's underage." I'm like, "Okay, I didn't, I didn't buy him drinks." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, he said you did," and I was like, "I paid his tab because he said he couldn't pay his tab." But I didn't mm-hmm. buy him a drink. You know, like, there's a distinction there. It's like, yeah. it's a, it's a hey, sit down and let me get you a drink versus, mm-hmm. hey, I can't afford this. Can you pay the tab that I already have and already been served? Yeah. So anyways, they write this whole thing up. I'm kind of freaking out because now, you know, they bump me back down to phase one because I'm not, you
1: know, I'm a risk or whatever. So – so is it worth explaining to people what the phases are really quick? Probably. You know,
0: I, actually I think it is because most um, most A schools don't have phase liberty. Like yeah, might, so our, like ours is so
1: long. Mm. Well,
0: exactly. So our A school was I think for me I was I was in Great Lakes. I graduated boot camp in May of 2015 and I was there until I want to say April of 2016. Mm-hmm. Like I was there for a full year, so they have phase liberty. We had,
1: we had the joke that the we had the joke that the fleet wasn't real.
0: Oh yeah, no, I, all, that joke stayed when I was there.
1: We almost hit two years there. We had people leaving there as E fours who had showed up as mm-hmm. E ones.
0: Yep. Yeah. So. so
1: it's it's four phases technically, but it's only one, two, three, and three plus. Yep.
0: So phase one is essentially right when you get out of boot camp. um... You have to go out. Like you can leave base only on the weekends. You mm. have to be in a service uniform, so our NSUs, uh, the, the peanut Pan butter blacks, yeah, the peanut butters, and you have to leave. You have to sign out with two other people. You you have to be back by I think what, 10 p.m. I think, right? Pretty sure it
1: was ten. Twenty yeah. two
0: hundred, um, mm. and like say you could only. Well, no, I think you could leave base during the week, but it like wasn't even worth it because we're not getting out of school till almost five.
1: Yeah, and you also had to have, what, like, three other people with you, good luck finding three other people who want to go pay for food in town.
0: Yep, and you couldn't drink. You couldn't Mm. drink in phase one. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you have phase two, which is a little bit more relaxed. You were allowed to stay out till midnight. You only had to leave Mm -hmm. with one other person, Um, but you couldn't do overnights or anything. And then phase three Mm -hmm. was the most liberating. You only needed one other person. Uh, well, not necessarily the most liberating, but, uh, one other person you can do overnights. You could stay out till I think one or two, Mm -hmm. um, on weekends during the week, they Mm -hmm. still limited it to midnight just because of, uh, school and everything, which is understandable. I get that. Um, and then three plus was usually reserved for people like us that, you know, we're finished with our school, but we don't have orders to a C school yet because with Mm -hmm. FCs, you know, most of us need to be specialized in a certain weapon system, whatever. Um, so if you don't have orders, you find an on-base job, essentially. Like, I worked with, uh, the MAs and canine handlers, and I, like, trained the dogs, and then I was also a ship yeoman, so one of the barracks, I basically was their paperwork bitch. Um. Out of making... all things, I, I worked
1: for the chaplain. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. I heard that, dude, I, was... I heard that was a cake job. So, I had to schedule all his appointments, and that was it. Yeah. I. I only ever had issues once, and that was with some little E3. I was still at E3 because I joined as an E1. But some E3, you know, the the marker of a 3-plus student was that you could wear just the fleece liner. Yep. Because if you're 3 and below, you have to wear the parka, but 3-plus, you get to wear the liner. So they, they had changed and, that when I went through
0: because you could wear the liner... If you had the tabs sewed on. Because you remember when we got them in boot camp, Mm -hmm. they didn't have
1: the rank tab on them, which... Yeah, they still don't. What? They still don't. (laughs) You still have to pay... You have to pay for the tab, then you have to pay them to sew the tab on, and then you have to buy the rank device. (laughs) That's
0: it. The Navy... For the troops. When I knew the Navy was going to be toxic was when my first paycheck got deducted for all the uniforms that we were given.
1: And all the supplies. So... Shampoo, a 500 dollar paycheck that they take 600 out of yep. for your uniforms. But yeah, so some little E3 comes out and is like, "Ah, excuse me, you can't wear that." And I just turned around and I was like, First off, who the hell are you?" <laughs> I'm yeah, like, you... "I work for the chap. I work for the chaplain. We can go talk to my boss, the lieutenant." And she just <gasps> oh, oh,
0: god, an officer.
1: Like, well, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember I remember a lot of like, issues arose from just, like, to wannabe gung-ho, like, E2s and E3s, like, Joe mm-hmm. Navies that are, like, oh, you're not wearing ones? your glow belt? Where's your glow belt? And it's like, well meanwhile, Chief's walking by and he's like, what's up, guys? <laughs> you don't give a fuck. The,
1: the worst ones were the ones who made E4 at graduation.
0: Yeah, like... So, like, you know, you
1: have the people who are E3 in boot camp, they auto-put on E4 the day we graduated A school. Man, the most of those people that that was intolerable i'm a petty officer oh i never did that i never (laughs) did that honestly
0: and honestly i didn't i didn't get the push button right after i graduated because i had put off doing the uh petty officer course or whatever
1: Mm -hmm. that we
0: had to go through i just kept putting it off because i'm like oh i'll get to it eventually and finally Mm -hmm. my chief's like dude you could be a petty officer right now and you're just not because you won't do the class he's like I'm putting you in, like, you were being forced into the class. I'm like, all right, fine. And it was, I did like fucking with the new kids, though, because the guys that came straight across the street from boot camp, because the Mm -hmm. A schools, and for people that don't know in Great Lakes, the A school is on a separate campus from the boot camp, so whenever the boot camp kids would graduate and come over to the main base, they still have the boot camp mentality of, you're supposed to say good morning to every petty officer, good morning petty officer, good morning petty officer. And so I'd just be walking around on base with my little tab, single chevron. on good morning, Petty Officer. I'm like, oh,
1: shut up. I don't <laughs> shut up. Shut up. If, but, if you don't shut up, I'm going to butt fuck you. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> but best if you don't shut up. I mean, I'm going to
0: do it anyways because it's a Navy.
1: By um, the way, people, this is not a family-friendly podcast. Oh,
0: God, no. We are not family-friendly it, people.
1: If if you know me and you saw this, you should know to clear the room from children the moment I talk. <laughs> that's
0: why my child isn't here.
1: Fun, fun fact: I'm Simeo now here. Are you really? Yeah, that's. I, I go. I start school on Monday. Yikes! For that's... people who don't know, that's command, manage, equal opportunity. Meaning, I'm the one who has has to make sure people don't say racist or sexist or homophobic things.
0: Yeah. Objectively ironic. Yeah. Because of you. Um, oh, anyways, back to the story we started on before we <laughs> ran on a tangent. So, anyways, so the MAs talked to me. They bumped me down a phase um, to phase one. So now I can't, you know, leave base during the weekends and I'm pissed because I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm almost 22 at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I should be drinking more. Like, I. I'm good. I'm doing good at school. Like I'm top of my class, and then so I go to DRB, and my my former barracks chief. Because when I was um, still in day school, because you remember when you go to night school, they move you over to the
1: night school barracks. That was the Franklin. Is what they called it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a
0: shithole. But yeah, but all the the funny thing about the Franklin. True, but the funny thing about it, it was it was was a split uh, barracks. So mm-hmm. all the guys were on this barracks, but the office was across the parking lot. And so mm-hmm. to sign out you had to go outside and across the parking lot. We would just leave. There were days when yeah. I would just fucking leave because no one ever no one ever asked for your liberty card. Like they try mm-hmm. to make a big deal, but no one ever does. No one asked for that. So like if it was just like during the day, it's like I don't feel like signing out, I'm just gonna go to the next real fast. I just walk out. Mm-hmm. No one's checking, especially at night. Yeah. Like Bro, we would we would literally go by... because alcohol wasn't allowed in the barracks in Great Lakes. Uh, yeah, and so we, I would just go to the next, buy a six pack, go sit down by the by the beach by the lake, mm. and just drink until like three a.m. Then I'd walk back to barracks and go to bed. Like, no one gave a shit. So, anyway, so I go to DRB, uh, my previous chief of. The barracks um, was there, and like so was every other, like all the FC chiefs, like two ET chiefs from the school, all the barracks chiefs. Like it was, I literally had like twenty something chiefs in my DRB for this, and I was like, <laughs> why? So start going in on me, asking me what the fuck happened, and I'm like, I told him the exact story. Like, hey, you know, I I was there with. My liberty, buddy. I didn't say their name because I'm like, there's no reason they need to get dragged into this. Because the only mm-hmm. I found out the only reason that this whole thing came to be was because homeboy, homeboy's fiance girlfriend, when he got back, found out that he was drunk, and reported mm-hmm.
1: him.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, my brother in Christ, why are you dating her? Like she is Joe Navy bitch. Like what the fuck.
1: Look, look, man, those things that got the gorilla grip do something to you. God damn. <laughs> that's a bigger. That's, that's a fucking, I don't even know, man. So,
0: so anyway, so I tell the Chiefs the entire story. And, you know, DRB, they just mm. rip into me, telling me how I'm a piece of shit. And, you know, you're an E3. You should be leading some of these younger guys. And you're also older, so you know better. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I helped him out. I helped the shit. You guys, I said this in DRB, and they didn't like it. I said, Mm -hmm. you guys preach brotherhood and watching out for your friends and whatnot. He's not my friend, but I recognized him as one of my barrack mates. Like, he lives in the same barracks Mm -hmm. as me, and he needed help. Am
1: I just going to say no and have him picked up by the cops and then? so, So you saying that makes a great point about the name of the podcast in the first place being the disorders of the century because everyone always preaches to follow navy standards and follow our tradition and take care of each other but the moment something actually happens out of line oh my god it is not it is not good order and discipline it is cover your own butt
0: screw everybody else well and and
1: like (laughs) the leadership
0: and i'll be honest like the my previous barracks chief like during drb he went in on me like most chiefs do mm-hmm. that's what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. um but like after the fact after everything was laid out on the table and they were deciding what to do whether i needed to go to XOI or not um mm-hmm. he was like what is that's
1: executive officer
0: investigation or something yeah it's basically for so for the navy i don't know so for other branches article 15s are pretty cut and dry it's hey you fucked up yeah. sign this paper you have extra duty and restrictions and we took your pay away. Like there's no process Mm -hmm. for the Navy. Mm -hmm. There's a traditional investigation process. You start with disciplinary review board, which is all Mm -hmm. of your uh, senior enlisted E7, E8, E9 come together and basically go over your whole case. And then they bring you into a room and bitch at you for fucking 20 minutes about how you're a piece of shit you're terrible. You don't reflect Navy core values. You don't. You know. You did this. You did this. They try to catch you up in lies, and then they've already made up their mind. They're just fucking mm. ripping into you at this point. And honestly, mm. I, in my experience, the the more tame the XOI or the more tame the DRB is, the more likely you're mm. gonna go to XOI. Yeah, because if you have a harsh ass fucking DRB, unless you really fucked up. If you have a harsh mm-hmm. ass DRB for something small, they're just trying to make you feel bad and just instill that fear to get you to not fuck mm-hmm. up again, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, because they have to make the impact right then. Yeah. Whereas if you're going to XOY, XOY or even Captain's Mast, the, your money and time on restriction is going to be what drives the point home. Yeah, exactly. But if it's not going to pass the DRB, they have to give you the dad speech.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's, it's not I'm a disappointed fun dad speech. In you. Oh, no, it's yeah. worse than that. You know that. It's a yeah. Yeah. you're a fucking piece of shit. Like you you need to get out of my favorite my favorite DRB quote from every I went to DRB um four times total, five times total in my career. Uh mm-hmm. my my 6 years. Um every single time there was at least one chief that would say you don't belong in my navy. My navy. Like okay, Fuck you, homie. You've been in the Navy for seven years. You're a seven year chief. I don't want to hear it. Like,
1: yeah, but so it might be hard to believe for everybody who knows me. I've gone to one official DRB, and my other second one was on the Porter, and it was just a couple of the weapons chiefs and not even like a real DRB. Yeah. But they were trying to they were trying to accuse me of frat, which were there some situations where I probably was technically committing frat. You know, (laughs) but that's the chief who was yelling at us was on the ship for committing frat because he got pulled from his ship. So, you know, I'm like, you're
0: going to have to tell me offline who that was because I have a idea of who it was. Yeah. Wait, wait, was it?
1: Was it the Z? The Z man? No, it was a same last name as Blaze.
0: Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: he that had, makes sense. He he had he was a chief on his ship, got his GM one yeah. pregnant. Oh. Got put on our ship, and then he was a hound for fraternization. After that, of course he was. Because because even me and Raider, he came to me and he's like, "You two hang out too much." Like, bro, she is gay.
0: She's gay as fuck.
1: Like I have told her that I wanted to sleep with her wife. <laughs>
0: like that is true.
1: I was like, if y'all want a baby, call me. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it.
0: Yeah. So,
1: like, that... (laughs) Yeah.
0: That doesn't surprise me. But, like, yeah. So, I was in this DRB, and, you know, they just went in on me, and then finally, like, once the smoke kind of cleared, and you get to the light at Mm -hmm. the end of the tunnel where everyone's kind of like, they actually are giving you the truth now. You know? They're Mm -hmm. giving you the dad speech now after berating you for, you know, an hour. Yeah um the my prior barracks chief said like you know what man i've known you for you know eight months you're you're a sound leader you're a good dude like you look out for your friends um he's like i don't think you did anything wrong because i know like he's like you have the confidence to prove it and i i have no doubt that you could prove it so they ended up dropping mm-hmm. everything right not getting me in trouble he went to mass. Mm-hmm. obviously he was drunk underage. Um, yeah, but they were like threatening to be like, "Well, we're gonna go to Buffalo Wild Wings and and request the camera footage." And I was like, "You think those motherfuckers are gonna <laughs> give that to you? Absolutely <laughs> not! Because they're gonna get their liquor license pulled." Yeah, if they if they fought, like once you start a formal investigation on a place for serving underage, mm-hmm. it's like that's all she wrote.
1: Well, see, so that's some of the dirtiness of the Navy, which I know we're gonna get more on that later. Yeah. Um even if we have to record more than one today. Because I know yeah. we're getting at 33, and yeah. if that hour thing is true, we'll, we'll do more than one session because it's going good. Yeah. Anyway, the Navy dirtiness is that the whole point of a cab smash is to bypass law. Because that's why yeah. if you request a court-martial, they have to get you a lawyer, they have to have evidence. Well, and but if the captain says it, it's the, his opinion.
0: Well, and the whole thing of an NJP – NJP literally stands for non-judicial punishment. Like, mm-hmm. it isn't meant to be there so you don't go to fucking jail. Yeah. Right? Like – you don't have a run in with the law, the Navy handles it mm-hmm. internally or the military So go it
1: Go in and getting security footage. This is no longer a Navy investigation. No. I, I guess I guess NCIS can do that. But well yeah, actual... but once NCIS is
0: involved, you have the right to a lawyer and to like defend yeah. yourself because it's, now
1: it's it's not a DRB anymore at that point. No. It is a criminal charge. Exactly.
0: Like that's when things get different. But yeah. and then my my other well, we'll just we'll, – we'll keep going on your background just because we're
1: <laughs> we're jumping around a lot. What, and... Well, I think it meshes well because about by the point that you joined the Navy and all this was happening, right, yeah. was when I was finishing up sea yeah. school. Yeah. Because I got to the ship in 2015. You joined in
0: 2015. Yeah, so I joined – um, I'll always remember this day because I was pissed off. I left for boot camp. I was on the plane on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. <laughs> of 2015, and I was mm-hmm. annoyed because my brother was texting me like, oh, I'm going to get kegs and eggs, and I'm like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm going to Chicago <laughs> to go get my ass beat for eight weeks. Like, get out of here. So, so you finished C-School, and then, did you get to pick your orders, or were they just given to you?
1: Yeah, so, uh, full nerd moment. I was top of the class in every class I went to. So, so, Uh, I don't know if it was still that way when you went through two years after. You picked orders based off your class ranking.
0: Yep.
1: And I had a 98.7, so I was the top out of all three classes that went up to pick. So I did not know I picked Tomahawk. I did not know I had picked a Destroyer. I saw Spain.
0: Oh, yeah. put my name
1: down. Yep. And then afterwards, somebody else was like, what ship did you pick? I was like, that was on there? <laughs> and they're like, okay, like at least what NEC did you pick? And I was like, I don't know, bro. I just saw Spain and wrote my what's, name uh, down. Like, What's I, an NEC? Uh, naval enlistment code.
0: <laughs> it's, it's your MLS so, for anyone else.
1: like it, Yeah, it's so if team. we have it. Yeah, their military occupation specialty, NEC, The Navy special. We have different ranks than everybody else. We don't use sergeant. We use petty officer. Uh, our captain is higher ranking than a captain in any other branch because yep. every other branch a captain is 03, ours is 05. Yep. Uh, petty officer third class is E4, second class is E5, and first class, which I am right now. I don't know if you made it before you joined or, not, or not. before you got out or not. I did not. But uh, – yeah, so we're all different, so yeah. <laughs> we, we like to be special yeah. in the Navy. So, so you went
0: to Spain, um, went to old, good old Sublock 78, DDG 78. Yep. US
1: so it was actually, I went to Norfolk first.
0: Really? Oh, you
1: were a Norfolk picked, crew, that's right. Yeah, I, I they picked Spain and shipping. got sent to Norfolk. Yeah, I was there in Norfolk. I lived on the ship. They wouldn't give me barracks because yep. we were leaving in a month and a half. So I lived on the ship. For a month and a half. And that was miserable.
0: Yeah. Because
1: living in a coffin rack. And then like Tomahawk's a top secret space. You know. So like it's not like I can just hang out all day in Tomahawk. Yeah. Technically and like play video games. Or like scroll through my phone or anything. And even if you could have your phone in there. The Navy loves making things without phone service. Yep. Because even I'm in a building right now. If I wasn't hooked up to the Wi-Fi I wouldn't have phone service. (laughs) It's just how the Navy does things.
0: Yep. I, I can't attest to that. So so yeah. so yeah, I went
1: to Tomahawk School in Virginia Beach, and then I went to Norfolk when I thought I was going to Spain, and then we homeport shifted out to Spain.
0: Gotcha. So you guys homeport shifted out to Spain. Wasn't there a hurricane along the way when you guys were doing that homeport shift? Uh,
1: there was a pretty big storm that we took some extra time to go around. I mean, thank God I don't get seasick, Same. but everybody else does. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, the main thing about that I remember, we actually went up to do. You were there for the second one, Fost. Oh God,
0: get old, or No,
1: was it? I was there. Was for it the Foster Joint Warrior? Uh, I think we did. I think it was. I Fost, think it was Joint Warrior.
0: Well, I didn't think we did. I thought the one I went to with Joint Warrior was the first one. Because Fost. It might have been. Do you guys have already lost once?
1: Yeah. And then FOSS, by the way, everybody, flag officer C training, it's this like ridiculous British inspection where they like, in a real ship battle, they ran out of weapons and had to use the waves to block missiles. Like it was some crazy stuff. Okay. Yeah.
0: And let's, let's also understand that the people that teach FOSS are the British military, the British Navy, um, who the last, the last time they had any sort of conflict was, uh, with Argentina. With the Falkland Islands, the Falkland Wars, and they got their asses handed to them and they're trying to teach us how to do our jobs. And it all was... I have
1: to talk about with the British Navy is the War of eighteen twelve and tea. Oh uh, dude, so for for our second <laughs> FOST when we
0: were when we got stuck in um Plymouth for all that time because the, the seas yeah. were nasty and we couldn't get out because mm-hmm. of that snow. Yeah, we
1: tried going out and then had to turn right back yep. around.
0: So, um me and uh Yonker decorated our entire uh radar 3 space uh with mm-hmm. an- pretty much anti-British um mm-hmm. propaganda. So like right when you yeah. open the door right on uh one of the transmitter cabinets, we had a piece of paper mm-hmm. that says every 7 days a a, cert- uh, a, a any country like celebrates their independence from the uk yeah and then like you have we had like ira memes and fucking just everything and so when the when the faust inspector came in um for our stuff he starts dying and i'm like okay so this guy's got a good sense of humor no mm. he was scottish so Half- he fucking loved it he was like this is this is amazing i love you guys already so that made our life a little mm-hmm. bit easier with that but yeah faust was interesting
1: so, see, I, I'm now I'm trying to remember what it was. Cause I know we went, we went to the UK. That was my first port visit. No, sorry. Ireland was my first port port visit, I think. Cause I was on the 50 cal and felt super uncomfortable being on a loaded 50 count pulling support. port. And I'm like, trying not to point it at the dock workers. Yeah. But like, I'm trying to look, I'm trying to look tough at the same time as like not pointing the gun at a guy. Is that when you guys the time? Help? I'm trying to, uh, no, I think we went later, because it was a different captain. Oh, uh, okay. Because the whole reason, we, whole reason we went there was that was uh, Commander Tobin, and his ancestry was from there. We were still with Captain Trent at that time. Or, sorry, no, not Trent, sorry. No. I went the wrong direction. Yes. Guy. His name was Guy.
0: So, so it was it was Guy, which I barely missed Guy. I was there for mm-hmm. Slough.
1: Slough was the, uh, the XO yeah. at that time.
0: And then mm-hmm. from there it went to Tobin, then Trent.
1: Yeah, because Tobin was Slough's XO, and then Trent was Tobin's XO. Yep. And then Trent's the one who hated me the most.
0: We'll get we'll get and into then, that.
1: Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you guys. It probably was Joint Warrior, but Joint. I mean, we can talk about that in a in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So now at this point, the only other thing I want to talk about because I didn't get to experience this because I I missed it by a month, is mm-hmm. our special little. Your, your holiday, April, what is it, April 24th? When did you guys launch?
1: Oh, shit, I don't even remember the date. It was in 2017, sometime in April. Give me a second, I can figure out, because we can still Google that. Yes, we can. Oh. USS Porter, 2017, Syria. April 7th.
0: April 7th. Okay, yeah, so... Yep. April 7th, which this is, this is funny because, um, so at this point I was finished with C school and I was actually on transfer leave getting ready to go to Spain and I was waiting mm-hmm. on my flight information. Cause you know, DTS is amazing. We love DTS. Oh, yeah. so, Don't you
1: love being on the phone for 12 hours for a five minute phone call? I was,
0: I was in Chicago with my ex-wife getting re- like trying to figure out all of our stuff, saying goodbye to all our family mm-hmm. and whatnot. Cause she's from Chicago. And then like we're supposed to i'm supposed to report in like uh like two weeks and i don't have any mm-hmm. international travel information <laughs> like we are leaving the country and going to Spain, and I have zero information on travel or anything so mm-hmm. then all of a sudden i get a I get a news alert on my phone, and it was like oh you uh joint joint operation." launches so many tomahawks into Syria <laughs> after chemical weapons mm-hmm. use. And I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty sick. What ships? And then I saw um, USS Porter and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck, I missed it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so kind of, I want to, like, walk me through that. At, at obviously, you know, as much as you can, I know a lot of that stuff in the yeah. process is obviously classified and we don't want to mm-hmm. out any any of our shit show. But, yeah, like... What was what was the flow of the night like? I know you guys were put on the standby order.
1: So two months prior to that, actually, we had been blue-balled. There was a ISIS camp on a beach in Libya okay. that we had been activated to shoot a couple missiles into. It was only going to be like four or five yeah. missiles because it was just a couple tents. Uh, what they ended up doing was calling in the Air Force from somewhere. Probably we weren't allowed know. to say where from. Well, I know where they were from, but we were not supposed to, because they actually. But we got to watch the live drone footage of whole people turn into pieces of people on the beach. <laughs>
0: That's always fun, you know. A little thermal, yeah. Little thermal paintball,
1: it, and like it's a little dark, but you're watching terrorists get blown up, so it's well, especially it's worth it. Especially <laughs> yeah. ISIS, like you know?
0: who fucking cares? Yeah, like.
1: Yeah, we we were a little bit upset we didn't get to do it, but watching it happen live is the next best thing because yeah. like the Air Force felt felt bad for us, so they're like, here <laughs> here's the password to our for, to our drone feed, yeah. you know, you can go out and watch it. There you go. So first off, we were all still very bitter about that because yeah. you know in the middle of deployments uh, at the two month mark, we usually go back for uh, what do they call that? Um, um, I almost
0: an in not in
1: um, No. So basically the two-week break in yeah. the middle of a deployment. I, I can't remember
0: it either, but I know it exactly. We had the two-week break so, in, in between every deployment for, like, upkeep, mm-hmm. maintenance, supplies, stuff like
1: well, that. Well, only the second went on. Our first one, we didn't get a break, but the second one yeah. on, we did. Um, but we didn't get that one that time because we got turned around because the Libya thing. Yeah. So then we're back by the Straits of Gibraltar, and then we go to River City. That's... When we're supposed to be going home at the end of a four-month deployment that we had already been turned around once. Yep. River City, River City. That River City is killing communications on the ship, everybody, so, by yeah. the way. So it's not a real place. When
0: you hear that, like, announcement throughout the ship, and they said, now set River City 1, you know, like, mm-hmm. there is – you no longer – because we – you know, I think a lot of people have a, this misconception about the Navy that, like, we're just cut off from the world. It's like, no, we, we have mm-hmm. satellite internet. Like, we have – Normal operation, like we can get on the internet, we can check Facebook, email, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You hear River City, nothing. You won't hear anything from the outside world. You can't see, you can't send, anything. So you hear that and you know it's like, oh, shit, like something's happening.
1: So – but since everybody was already in the mood from the first one, you know, I'm outside smoking a cigarette. We go to River City and somebody just looks at me and is like, I'm going to fuck you up if I don't get to see my wife. (laughs) Yeah, because I know it's (laughs) because of you guys. (laughs) Yeah. So we all go into combat and we get the mission package, but there's no date. We just get a list of missions. Yeah. And we're like, interesting. So we ended up, it was three days of work that we had to do that. We were sleeping on the floor. I remember there was a cuddle puddle at one point on the tomahawk (laughs) floor because launch could be at any point. Yep. And everybody's like, well, we need to sleep. So we kept one person up in combat and sent everybody else down. And we all cut it on the floor and got a nap in. Hell yeah. And then, uh, so was this a lot of planning? Like, you wouldn't believe that the plans were ready like 48 hours before we actually shot. Yeah. So, like, everything was done. Then it was like two days of waiting. And we're like, it's going to happen again. They're going (laughs) to tell us to stand down. And we're going to go home. And we're just going to have wasted everybody's time. Yep. But they actually come across and they're talking about what to name it, da 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 da. What was And the everybody's name of like it?
0: offering cool. Wasn't it uh, they stupid? Because went... we had a
1: super cool name, but it got changed by Six Fleet. So at first it wasn't the best name. It was Midnight Express. Which isn't too bad. I think that's kinda cool personally. But But what it ended up being call- called was like tomahawk strike 117
0: yeah they literally like named it the lame yeah.
1: shit in the world yeah so that was pretty cool i mean i got to shoot the first missile since i was uh casualty manager and stuff That yep. was if i don't shoot the first one there won't be another chance for me to shoot one yeah um and we did double tap a target because we had a fake casualty yep so was that fake so, or did
0: that was that an actual like just kind of a misfire that hung or a so you
1: know you know the uh, the top yep. where the wire goes through? Mm-hmm. the uh, I forget what it's called, but the rubber sheet? Yep. One of the things that lets you know the missile leaves is it breaks a wire in the middle of that rubber. Okay. Well, the waves hit just right, and it broke. The missile left. It fell back down and touched again. Oh. So the ship thought there was still a missile there. It thought it had failed. Gotcha. And you can't, like, walk outside and look. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know? <laughs> nope. So uh, we we do our casualty control operations, spin up another one, get it launched off. And we get the, the battle display imagery back. And you see a whole bunch of holes because we actually got to see yep. the damage we caused. And you see a whole bunch of holes and like blown up planes. But then there's a bigger hole and a slightly more blown up plane. And you're like, <laughs> ah. Oh. <laughs> that was the one. And then, you know, like we put on the poopy suits, yep. uh, the little white white suits. Yep. And you open it up and you're like, Everybody's worried because we're like, we might have a hot missile. And then you open it and you're just like, I ain't got no gas in it. (laughs) ain't (laughs) got (laughs) no gas in it. Oh, that's funny. So it's like, uh, who's going to tell the fleet that uh, we we shot a couple million dollars off that we didn't have to shoot off? Uh, That was mostly a pain in the butt because every time you train you have to like submit all this stuff that's yep. like this paperwork of printouts of the launch plans and they have to be signed off but when you actually shoot anything used in this scenario at all has to be retained to washington dc yep. and that's why trump was still in the office yeah. right so at one point i had made a bad habit of i had realized the word ford and module eight the d and the eight lined up where i can make a penis <laughs> <laughs> and every Every strike scenario I'd put little signs and make my penis On the launcher and then I'd get to work Seriously you yeah. know well, me doing what I do every day To not like psych myself out That this is really happening and I print my print out And I draw my penis and they're like Alright collect the documents oh! <laughs> Like yeah I guess uh, I guess Trump is going to see my uh, My penis <laughs>
0: If he did, so actually, honestly, if he
1: did, I I feel like Trump would have laughed at that. I just really hope that, like, they're at the meeting and they're like, uh, Mr. President, the order of launch went, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? Penis>. <laughs> like. <laughs> but uh, that's my crowning achievement in the Navy, oh. short of seeing flying fish in the Suez Canal. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was... So It's not even that we got to shoot. It's that I got to send a penis to the White
0: House. <laughs> that, yeah, that, I don't blame you.
1: Yeah, because that, that
0: whole operation sprouted just, like, the first six months of my being on the Porter. That sprouted mm-hmm. so much different, like, policy and whatnot. And, like...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we rewrote the six Fleet
0: strike policy yeah, after that. Yeah, and that's, that's what I mean. Because, like, the strike because, policy and then, like... Then you get into, like, you guys painting the launcher and then them freaking out about it because mm-hmm. they're like, well, why would you do mm-hmm. that? It's like because we
1: mm-hmm. fucking killed people. Like, Well, so that was that was Slough's idea to paint them, but somebody used a t- stencil that looked like a missile, but when we actually painted it on, it looked like dicks. Yep. So then we had to repaint it, and all of us were like, no, we're just not going to paint this. Like, it's a dumb idea. Yeah. Change of command happened. We're not going to do it. But then Tobin's like, no, I want the painting. <laughs> Tobin, dude, So one thing you could say about Commander Tobin is
0: that man was, like, gung-ho for, mm. like, military operations. Not, like, yeah. he was not about, like, the policy stuff. Like, he loved the, like, the heart, like, the cool military shit. I mean, how many times right. did he bring on SEAL teams? You know what I mean? Like, just to, just yeah. to have them. Not, not because, mm.
1: like, we needed them. Just to bring him.
0: Like, hey, you guys want to hang out on the boat?
1: He also hit me once, which is a funny story. (laughs) But but he hit me in the back of the head because I called him out on something in front of some inspectors.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that's But it is, what it is. But, like, me and Helm knew. There was one time he came up to me on the pier. I had my hands in my pockets, and I looked at him. And he put his hands in his pockets because he knew a salute wasn't coming. Yeah, he he knew I was just gonna keep doing what I'm doing because like a salute's a sign of respect. But like me and him didn't get along. Yeah. But then by the end of it, when we stopped working together, we had a conversation on Facebook and we kind of like made our peace. Yeah. You know. So it ended up being good in the long run. Yeah. We are running out of time on this first. Batch. Do you wanna do you wanna hit the hour and call it there? I want to see what happens at the okay. hour, and then I'm not necessarily done for the day. Sorry, crowd, you have to hear this discussion. <laughs> We're learning. I'm sort of done for the day. Yeah, we might do. Go ahead and preload an episode two or an episode yeah, three, even I, depending on how I mean, it goes. Honestly, the way the way the flow is going right now, we might yeah. we might be able to do three. But um, we might be able to front load the month.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. That's for
1: everybody to know. If you're listening to this and you're like, dang! They're halfway through a story. Well, then, wait a week. Yep. Because it's already going to be recorded, and then one of us will post it. Probably him, because my internet sucks in Poland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. By the way, he's in Poland. I'm in why, Kansas, so. That's why I'm on 720p right now. <laughs> and I
0: look, he's on the he's on that good old barracks internet, baby. Yeah. I got I got
1: fiber. <laughs> Go Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh God! Don't get me started on Go yeah. Wi-Fi. That brings back way too many so, nightmares. So out here the Go Wi Fi, the paid one is the same speed as the unpaid yep. one. The only difference is that the paid one you don't have to log back in every twenty four hours. This one I'll be like halfway into playing the video game online. <laughs> and it kicks you out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember
1: that happening to me in uh, Dahlgren, Virginia, in not school. Mm.
0: But yeah, that's ugh, Man. That's just yeah, it, wild.
1: It's good timing anyway, because I'm starting to have to
0: pay. Alright, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna end this episode so here. At- um I got we can because I never even got to go into my background uh, just because yeah. we kept talking, which is fine. Uh, we can kind mm-hmm. of work on that on the next episode. And then, yeah, you guys will hear from us. Don't you worry. But tune in yeah. because nope. this is going to be a shit show continually. Like just everything
1: that we cool. have planned to talk about is spicy. And when we hit the stop button, we'll talk for a little bit. Well, I'll go pee first <laughs> then we'll talk for a little bit. All right. And then spin into the next one.
0: Yep. All right, guys. And if you would do us a favor, if you enjoy this podcast, give us a follow, give us a like on whatever platform you're on, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, whatever, you know, let us know, give us some comments, give us a review, let us know what's going on. So thanks to everyone and we'll see you next week.